Hey babblers. Um, so decided to do a little something different. Um, as you all know, I'm not going to bore you with it again. We had problems in HQ and I'm happy to report that your uh, regular babble programming should resume uh, this time next week. So I'm very pleased to be able to tell you that we seem to have fixed the problem. Um, so we decided to do something that we were going to do anyway, um, but just bring it forward a bit, is we realised that most of you listening will have never had the opportunity to listen to episode one. And those kind of canny uh, sleuths amongst you will have noticed that on iTunes and Spotify and everywhere else, the podcast starts at episode two. Now, part of the reason for that is when we recorded episode one, um, which was the pilot, we decided that it was kind of under a different guise and it was a bit confusing to people. And we talk about things that, you know, we decide, we, we thought at the time that we were going to do a gaming podcast because Lee's gaming channel and blah, blah, blah. I mean, thankfully, we abandoned that idea almost immediately. Um, so we ended up just not putting episode one on uh, available. We didn't make it available to anyone. Um, and we've been talking recently about uh, before the disaster that we had, we were talking about putting it out there just so there are some things that will make a little bit more sense if you're able to listen to episode one. So what I've done in lieu of, you know, the problems that we've had is uh, edited episode one down a little bit um, and made it available for you. Um, so it's not episode 25, it's actually episode one. So that hopefully should um, sort any confusion. Um, I'll be honest, listeners, some of the edits are a little bit clunky because we didn't really know what we were doing. But I think that's part of the charm of episode one. Um, so we are releasing um, episode one for you, which was titled um, Soft Play. And you'll find out why. Um, so I thought I'd just record a little introduction just to say um, we're going to be back next week. Um, we've managed to get everything sorted and to try and appease you. For the most people listening to this, this is um, an episode you would have never heard before as we never formally released it. Um, so, yeah, thanks so much for your patience. And um, both Lee and I genuinely uh, are looking forward to getting back into your ears next week. Enjoy episode one. Cheers, guys. We're here and talking. We're live. I know. This is us. What is it live? It, well, well, we're live. We're live. We're alive. Yeah. Uh, and it's everything's on, so everything's live within the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reach. Isn't it a weird kind of like existential thing? Like, you and I are having a conversation right now, as we yeah. do, I would say, on a good week, at least three times a week. Yeah, right. mostly via phone. But, mostly you know, via they're, phone. They're but normally epic phone. Yeah, right. Great But the idea that, at right now, we are talking to one another as we always do. Yeah. But, potentially, there could be a person in the world that we don't know who listens to it. Which is incredible. Isn't it, though? And, you know, if there is a person... Hello. Hello, person. Welcome, person. Uh, what are you like? What do you, what's your story? A lot of our conversations recently have ended up being about... 
kind of ev- everything in nothing at the same time like like a Schrodinger's box of... <laughs> it's broken and unbroken yeah it's kind of these weird parallels and these weird tangential kind of thoughts that we both seem to have even though hmm. like alright we've to c- get context I guess is important like 25 years pushing we've been friends yeah and we've not really been alive that long so that's quite a long time yeah because we were real young when we mm. met because you're you know, a little bit m- more mature and older in terms of age, only slightly. Mm. But I think that I think we've kind of hit an impasse or a kind of commonality at this exactly the same time. Yes, even definitely. though we have totally different lives and like. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, we, we both live in our own story. Yeah, but yeah, we, but we've always we, been in contact. We, we cross we... over. No, but what I mean is, in terms of our <clears throat> our kind of thoughts. We seem to be like we kind of go. One of us is having this unraveling one week. (laughs) Another one goes, yeah. And I think it's. I think. I think a lot of people of our age, perhaps, but a lot of people would be like our generation. Yeah, be like, yeah, I get get it. Like I understand. It's okay to unravel. Yeah, but it's also good to speak to people so they can tie it all back up together for you. Put it in a nice boat. Yeah, it's like yeah, and having those conversations. Where you where you both kind of can moan about how shit everything is, <laughs> and also in that find humour, because that's that that's the thing. And, I, and I'll tell I'll tell you what you've just done. What have I done? You, you've that, that's a beautiful segue. Okay, oh, it, it, go, it goes wonderfully into oh, the next shit. next part of this thing. Yeah. Well, well, I should say the the first part really. Yeah, it's not the next. The, fir- the, first, the first part would be the hate list. The hate list. Yeah. And so th- just to explain what the hate list is. It's a, a list of stuff we hate. Yeah, so... And also, it's important, though, I think, to explain that it's not, like, racism and famine and poverty. Oh, no, no. Because like, we do Look, hate those things, everyone obviously. Can, everyone like, can deal with the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. all know things that we hate, the obvious. But these are the tiny little yeah. things. The things that shouldn't bother you... Oh, but they do. But they do. And I've, I've realised that... I found myself, and I've actually, as I said to you, I've I've got a list. I've got a little red book, and I've <laughs> and I'm writing them down. And I tell you, and honestly, the one that happened, it happened. The the thing we've been talking about happening happened, God. where we suggest that once you write it down, you kind of can't be annoyed by it because you've got it off your chest. Well, it's cathartic, and, isn't it? Right. You know, it, it heals the soul to realise yep. something that pisses you off. Yeah. You rant about it to someone. Yeah. That person either goes, I don't understand, but fair enough, or yep. fuck yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely. And then after that, you can go, like, this is funny now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Right. It's now become stupid. But for the first time, it happened. What was it? So, I went to Bristol mm. over half term. Right. And I stayed in an Airbnb. Right. It was lovely. Ah, good. Bit of conjecture for you there. <laughs> I walked into the main bedroom. Right. And it was the Hotel Duvet Tuck. Which is probably about number forty one on my hate list. I don't have it in front of me, but it's a later edition. Is it the insanely tight tucking? Yes. In? Right. So you get into the bed <laughs> and you have to spend ten minutes kicking the fucking bottom of the duvet out, right? <laughs> and I walked in and I walked up to the bed and I saw it. And for half a second, my brain was like, I fucking hate it. When that, and then 
this weird, like, transient, ethereal kind of weight lifted. And I was like, I oh, see, I hate it when this happens. But it was a completely different emotion. I found it funny. So because you'd put it on the hate list, yes. you no longer hated it? No, well, like, I do. Well, you still hate but it. But I don't you, hate the no, fact that I now, hate it. But now it's not something that annoys you. No. It's something that is hilarious. Absolutely. Perfect. So it's a beautiful it, catharsis yes. journey of... Hating shit. Enlightenment. <laughs> which is why the message... Is we have to hate more. Right, more hate. We have to hate more. Right, more hate. Well, that, that's good. I mean, I, I have my own hate list. Yeah. And I have some things on it. You do. I've just seen you <laughs> scroll. <laughs> it's a lot. It's, I mean, it's... They're all individual bullet points. Yeah, but that's quite, there's quite a lot of bullet points. I'm excited. I don't have mine. I'm annoyed. But I, <sighs> it's fine. I can remember enough of them. But I'll tell you what. Let's do one for one then. Okay, one for one's good. Yeah, we don't want to bore people with just continuous hate list. Uh, I think I'll start at the top so I don't end up repeating the same one. Sure. So something that I really hate are social trends. But not like in the grand scheme of things, you know, like uh, people following a grand cause or anything like that. It's the ones that end up on, like, Facebook or Twitter... I, give YouTube, me an example. Like the mannequin challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or I forgot the, about that. The, the ice bucket the, challenge. The ice bucket challenge. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. The Harlem Shake thing. But, Anything yeah. that's good once should be good once. Yeah, but when I, I everyone think. else picks it up and rinses it to death and puts their own spin on it, and then it's just saturated with so many... You just end up watching the same thing remixed over and over and over and over again. Mm. It makes me fucking sick. I can't stand it. I want everyone in that video to just stop what they're doing and go home. Like, you've wasted your time. I understand that it's funny once, and if you want to do it and show your mates, do it. But don't show me as well. Don't force other people to share it on Facebook and show me, because I can't handle that. I, I, don't, I don't need to see you and your mates throwing massive buckets of ice on each other and then going, Nathan, it's your turn. <laughs> Nathan! Assistant <laughs> Nathan! <laughs> Fuck me, I, honestly, I don't think I've ever had a friend called Nathan. <laughs> like, ever. I knew a dude called Nathan, but Did he wasn't you? my friend. No. He <laughs> Sorry, Nathan. So to, any, to any other Nathans, I'm sure you're I'm great. sure you're great. Yeah, but, but does it? Okay, so I, then I have prove I, us wrong. Pro- I, show us you're a Nathan who's not a. <laughs> yeah, come on, all the Nathans. Rise all up, Nathans. Subscribers and Nathans. <laughs> they make some kind of weird collective army of Nathans. Rise um, up. <laughs> so, but does that extend itself to things like? So, like when when we had the obviously awful Bataclan shooting, um, Eagles Death Metal. In, yeah, in, in Paris yeah. awful and then <laughs> all of a sudden the next day people are changing their so their like Facebook profile pictures to have a French flag in the background yes that's okay I get what I you stand that is infuriating Mumma. because also it's like what okay I mean perhaps the the victims of that thing I, I don't know you know did, maybe no, maybe no, they no. did maybe they did get some kind of solace in it but it's kind of like what are you what by changing your profile picture to a fucking french flag what are you saying like not, what are you doing not only that the worst part about it is that that first occurred and was offered up under the title of a temporary profile picture <laughs> 
you're so right. I'm only going to give Kip a shit about it for as long as yeah, it's in the media. As long as everyone else does. <laughs> and then as soon as everyone else stops it, and then what happens is, six months later, when everyone has to change theirs back, there's still Julie who's got her set. <laughs> Julie! It, and everyone goes through and they're like, ah, look at Julie, she's forgot to change hers. <laughs> and they start ripping her for it because she's still got the French flag. And Julie's How got enough on her plate. <laughs> poor Julie. Poor Julie. Julie. Yeah, man, you're so right. I didn't even think about that as being a thing. But you getting left behind <laughs> by a social trend. Like Especially something you didn't even want to do in the first place. About a crisis. Oh. Like, it's something awful. So it, even the people that on it, like, innocently do it and they go, no, no, this is, I'm showing my support because I think it's disgusting. Which I can't really fun. do anything. I mean, which is fun. So I'm going to do this. So I'm yeah. going to do this. And then, like I say, six months later, oh. someone's going, yeah, you need to fucking change that, mate. You're well left behind. Yeah. We're on to something else that, Gay, uh, LGBTQ plus yeah, right they should have, yeah, yeah. They should have, have a, a rainbow flag or a, a banner yeah, yeah, there yeah. should be a unicorn a poppy, they should, oh, a poppy yeah. put a poppy up if you yeah, don't put yeah. a poppy up you're disrespecting every dead person that's ever died ever I'm pretty sure my like, granddad who fought in the second world war wouldn't give a fuck both my granddads one who's with us and one who isn't god bless him yeah god bless fought, him yeah. fought in the wars they yeah. did their bit and they don't give a fuck <laughs> if I have no, a poppy no. or not they don't give a fuck if we talk about it no. they're just like it happened it's over. No, I agree. I agree. That's no it. social trends. You know, yeah, that's and you you get forced into caring about the big things, and you get forced into caring about in the same way the little things, like people standing still for sixty seconds. Wow! Look at this—a room full of people in the middle of activities, frozen in time. Let's hope they fucking stay like it. Yeah, it's weird how it goes, man. People yeah. are fucking mental. Anyway, that's my first one. So off, off. Well, off my list and onto the official hate list. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can now unburden yourself. I can with unburden that. myself with how much I hate social trends. Great. Okay, your first one. Okay, my first one. Um, well, I'd say I don't have a comprehensive list on my phone because I've written it down in a book because I find that and I don't have the book with me. But luckily for all of us, for everyone involved, they're quite prominent in my mind. <laughs> um, now, obviously, order wise, I can't do that because they're not in front of me. But something happened the other day which made its way onto the hate list and it's dreams right okay. and it's when someone yeah, a little squeak in my chest yeah, like a fart. <laughs> there's no farting going on no, no gassing it's no. just a squeaky chair squeaky chair squeaky um, gasket dreams someone telling you the most preposterous dream in the world A like you give a shit <laughs> and B as if I believe you. Oh yeah, I, I was so mad. I was in the middle of the pitch at Wembley and a guinea pig burst out of my chest. That didn't happen, number one. Not even and in number dream two, did that happen. What the fuck? What am I supposed to do with that information? Cool. And those, pe <laughs> those people who can remember their dreams so vividly and in so much detail, fine if that's a thing that you have but it's not a skill it's not something that you need to transfer over to me because there is literally nothing i can do about it yeah. i'm not going to come around to you and be like oh my god fucking june the other day i was talking to june who apparently is a 70 year old woman <laughs> i have a friend called julie 70 um and she told me about this mad dream you, listen to this what what am i supposed to do with that it's not uh. an anecdote it's not funny it's just fucking bollocks. why 
why you, why are people telling you dreams? I mean, well, I mean, it's well, not like cool. people just come up to me and tell me their dreams. <laughs> it's cool if, if you're just like, oh man, I had this weird dream. It freaked me out. I mean, yeah. weird freaky dreams are cool. Everyone likes a freaky dream story. But it's not but the freaky dream I'm on about. If it's just like a normal, like, oh yeah, this this thing happened, or like, like you, you see, you saying they're actually making it up. Like, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I people mean, have so little going on. Yes, they that's have to exactly make up what, their own Well, that's dreams. what it seems like. <laughs> so if it seems like that, then you probably shouldn't fucking do it because you know there was no smoke without fire as they say yeah so people who have a desire to to share really kind of surreal convoluted fucking bullshit dreams i hate it i suppose on on to that is the uh is sort of the 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 express lie like the one that goes too far it runs so quickly that they don't keep hold of it and then before they know it they're like i landed on the moon (laughs) <laughs> and then you're like, obviously not, but they 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 have to sort of try and play it out because they've gone too far. And in the in the yeah. dream, it's like I realised I bored him with my dream story halfway through. So yeah. they, they start going, and then a and then a guinea pig <laughs> burst <laughs> out of my chest. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I, but I think also that's that that one upmanship. Like yeah. I, I, I think all of my, all of the people that I love, like my genuine friends, not they don't really have much in common. But the one thing that they all are able to do is have a decent anecdote, because yeah. there is nothing worse yeah. than when you get stuck talking to someone who's like, oh my god, guess what, right? So I was at work the other day. And this woman came in with um, a bunch of uh, cakes because it was her birthday, and like she put them down in the office. And I had, I said, Julie, I, I can't eat these because I, I, I'm allergic to gluten. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> That's not an anecdote. It's not funny. It's, it's not, not even like a diary insert. No, just... it's not like a political commentary. It's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> what? Fuck off with your fucking <laughs> mediocre, <laughs> mundane shit. <laughs> and I feel like people who talk about extravagant dreams are secretly boring as fuck. And they, they think, oh, I'm just going to tell you this this kind of wacky... It's wackiness as well. That could go on the fucking list. <laughs> he's wacky. Yeah, he's anyone or anything that's described as wacky can fucking die. <laughs> wacky. What, oh, about, yeah. hey, what about the wacky warehouse? I don't know what that is. Oh, wacky warehouse? I've never heard of that. No. No, don't worry about it. That's not going to work, is it? You need what's, to know what it is. What's that? Is it like wacky races? No, it's, it's, it's an American thing. It's like a massive... It's like basically like monkey business. But okay, duplicised for adults. So, you... so it's like an adult soft play area. Yeah. <laughs> also, soft play is not something you should be saying past the age of about ten. It's a very strange soft word. Play. Soft play. How about some soft play? <laughs> yeah, it, it becomes sounds very rapey. It does. Well, I'm not even rapey, but just kind of like perverted. Uh, also, really unsatisfying. <laughs> No, I'd like some hard play. I don't want soft play. What's so just just like delicate? You like up for forty-five gear. minutes of soft play? Yeah. <laughs> Why has it got to be a time constraint? Forty-five minutes of soft play. I'm just going to pat it gently. I'm going to blow on it, and then I'm going to walk past it every five minutes. <laughs> I'm just going to. I'm going to tut at it. <laughs> I'm just going to show my disappointment. <laughs> I'm going to roll my eyes every time. Forty-five I fucking walk. minutes. 
just don't sort of look complex. Fuck you, Bill. And they look back. And at the end, they're like, "Did you enjoy that song?" I'm like, "No, I feel really bad about myself now." Excellent job done. Yeah. So yeah, dreams are on the list. Dreams are on the list. You know the owner of the Segway, or the, the the creator of the Segway. Do you know how he died? Was it a Segway related? He it? fell off a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, that story would be more satisfying if there wasn't the adage he fell off a Segway on the edge of a cliff. Now, why is he riding a Segway on the edge of a cliff? Oh my God! Really? Like that is a that is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, apparently. I mean, look, I haven't had it verified, but. I'm pretty sure that. I don't oh, know if there's ap- some background checks on that. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's one of those apocryphal tales. Mm, like that, you always, you stories. always, yeah, you always get that. Like, oh yeah, that girl in your year at school who had sex with the entire rugby team. It's like we don't even have a rugby team, <laughs> but she still managed it somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happened. But yeah, apparently the, uh, the the yeah, the owner or the creator of the Segway died falling off a Segway, which is a kind of strange poetry to that. Could you imagine other inventors dying by the hands of the thing they invented? Well, I I haven't, but I think we absolutely should do that right now. So, just think of the most mundane thing you could possibly. I think imagine. I've got it. Got what? Mr. Dyson, Paul Dyson, <laughs> Steve Dyson to death. Get, well, yeah, he sucks he, himself he, into yeah, a Dyson. He hoovers himself into a Dyson. He's just trapped in the chamber. Yeah, like um, was it Zod? <laughs> He's just trapped in like spinning round. Yeah, that's trapped in a cylinder. Paul Paul Dyson (laughs) getting to what is his name? (coughs) Mr. Dyson. I don't know what his name is. Yeah, that would be funny. George Foreman. Oh, accidentally grilling himself. Repeatedly lets the fat out. Another (laughs) apocryphal tale. uh, There was this thing I heard ages ago where apparently. They offered the George Foreman grill to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan was like, nah, it won't sell. And then the George Foreman grill, George Foreman was like, yeah, all right, I'll have it. And sold like a billion worldwide. But recently I've heard that that's not true, which I found quite disappointing. I mean, I suppose in the grand scheme of disappointing things that Hulk Hogan's done, it's not very high on the list. Like the time where he, uh, someone sent him a tweet with a pic- the picture and the caption. I'll tell you the caption first and then tell you what the picture was. The caption was, my granddad's a big fan, can I have a retweet? And it was a picture that of a, a man and the t-shirt, wearing a Hulk Hogan t-shirt. Now, what you find out when you see the picture is that the t-shirt was superimposed and the old man was Joseph Fritzl. <laughs> <laughs> so Hulk Hogan retweeted a bit. Oh Joseph my God. <laughs> Hey, check this guy out. Yeah, can you give my granddad a retweet? He's a big fan. Oh, Hulk, bless him. Yeah, he's a bad man. <laughs> Hate list. <clears throat> Hate lists. <laughs> You're vamping right now. Vamping? Yeah. Slowly drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I realised today that this thing that students do, um, where they, when we're reading in class, because obviously we do a lot of like, <clears throat> as a drama teacher, 
mm. of A-levels and some wonderful students. Um, we do a lot of play deconstruction. They're not listening. No, they're cunt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first cunt. That's the second. Let's not do it again. Um, when they don't know a word, and I've realised this, like, today was the first realisation that it happened. When someone doesn't know a word they, and they're reading it, they just kind of pronounce it really slowly. So the word, which is a great word, was jodpers. Now, jodpers is quite a hard word to say when you see it written down, because it's got a H, it's got a U, it's quite a complicated word to say. Hmm. And one of my students was like, jodpers? <laughs> and it's like, and the whole, it's like, dear life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Point. Yeah, no, it's just that realization that that yeah, kind of brilliant. life vamping, which is what you were doing by going hate list, hate, the old list, hate, because you're scrolling through your phone. It's the list that we love to put the stuff that we hate on. But I found it anyway. Yeah, okay, so we can talk normally now. So, so your second entry is what? So, my second entry is generic comments. Okay. Now, I don't mean in a YouTube sense. I mean in a real worldy sense. Okay. I mean, when people feel the need to fill a space in audio, so you're talking to someone, okay. or you're not talking to someone, but you're in close proximity to them, and mm. you may feel like a conversation is... It, looming. It, not so much looming, but you know, you may need to, to bring a conversation in just because there may be a slight tension level because you're a bit close and it's a bit confined, you know, just okay. to e you know, ease it. But yeah. instead of just going like with the good old faithful of uh, cracking a joke and then sort of leaving it at that, yeah. letting everyone know you're cool, you, you say something so unbelievably boring mm -hmm. and so basic and generic. So the weather is an obvious one. Sure, don't oh, ever want to talk about the weather, yeah. I don't care, I can see what it is. Yeah. Uh, some sort of tabloid front page news yeah. as a conversation started. You're like, no. Yeah. Someone turns around to me, have you seen what's happened to Kelly Clarkson? I don't care. No. Has something happened recently to Kelly Clarkson? Is that why you... I hope not, because oh. I actually quite like her. Do you? But, but I don't want to talk... About her, about Kelly Clarkson. No, I never I want to no. talk about. If Kelly Clarkson. If that person turned around and just said something funny, mm. you know, with a bit of humour in that situation, I'd be thinking, "Cool, he's all right. That's fine. You can just chill. We're fine." Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. But to to try and draw a conversation out with something so boring that I want to stab myself in the eyes, yeah, is not the way forward. Well, it's funny because <clears throat> that that's also very closely linked to something that actually I have on my hate list, okay, which is mundane comments, okay, which is very similar except. And the, the example, the, what made me put this on the list was, and it was, okay, granted a Facebook comment. Okay. And it was of a guy who, um, <laughs> it was a guy, it was a guy that, like, I know, I'm not friends with, it, right. He posted a status saying, just bought a really satisfying sandwich from Tesco. <laughs> now, that in itself... <laughs> You're like, okay, I mean, why is that important? Do you work for Tesco? Are you endorsing them? Are you hoping to get free sandwiches? Fine. But what was worse than that, someone legitimately posted, oh, which one was it, mate? To oh, which, why you right? But it gets worse, to which he replied, it was a banging tuna and sweet corn, right? That in itself is like, impossible. What the fuck? 
A, it's tuna and sweet. Definitely one of the worst sandwiches. Absolutely. And then the final point, and I have to admit, I then deleted this person as a friend (laughs) because I was like, I can't have this in my life. The final response was, I had a really good ham and coleslaw one from there the other day. Let's all get on the Tesco sandwich train. I mean, tuna sweet corn, ham and coleslaw. What the fuck are you thinking? That's your first mistake. The best sandwich you could possibly make is one you make yourself. Yeah, but... You know, if you're going to buy a sandwich... Why tell Why? everyone about it? It's a sandwich. Yeah. You know, if, yeah, yeah. if you're eating a sandwich in close proximity to someone, like, oh, I had a sandwich the other day. Really nice. No, fuck off. Not Would if you? I was. No, of I mean. course not. So if you're not going to do it, then why then broadcast it? It's to even worse. You know it's not say, like oh, you. I'm having a ma- <laughs> then to go. Oh, he's having a sandwich. I'm going to get on that. Because <laughs> do you know what? I had a good sandwich the other day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And ta- why? Don't what, bother. It's that kind of. Oh, what's that? Oh. Mar- I don't care. Marmite. Oh, I, I don't I, care. I'm, I'm not like... really a big fan of Marmite. I don't care if you like Marmite. So it, it was like, it was like the, the, the food photos. People put, oh, ah. nice dinner. And then I'll tell you another thing that's on the list. Okay. Uh, well, actually, it might, it, I don't know if it's a generic comment or not. It might be the same thing. But when people do things like nom. Oh, don't. No, that's a different thing because that's like... What is that? Well, I guess it's like a colloquialism, isn't it? But that kind of yeah, it's nom nom. Is it okay? So then, uh, for clarity, is it the is it specifically the use of those annoying words, or is it the fact that someone's commented on that thing? Do you know what? I think it's more the person that you the the type of person that, that uses, uses the word it on, on on social media because they also use things like out oh, again with this one. Okay. Oh, look at that! Yeah, look at this picture. This one, he's a crazy one. Yeah, so, just talk to him normally. So this is my girlfriend. She's she's great. Partner in crime. Partner in crime is is. Uh, yeah, awful. What Why? crimes have you committed? You haven't you haven't done anything. And if you had, you wouldn't have broadcast it on social media. No, let them keep it to yourself. Like if you were looking at the Facebook page of, you know, like. Bonnie and Clyde, <laughs> <laughs> then it would be, be like okay, fair. Like fair, partnering literally partner in crime. But if it's if you're not bo- basically if you're not Bonnie and Clyde, don't say that because it's not true. And unless it's a picture of Fred West looking over his shoulder. Oh, you know what? The, re- I, the reason why there was that pause <laughs> is because I couldn't remember Fred West's name. I was going to say May West, May and I was West. like, wait, wasn't May West a wrestler? And I thought, no, that's May Young. You know, that really old, like droopy wrestler oh <laughs> who looked eighty. <laughs> For the ho- entirety of her life, <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't remember. Came out saggy, yeah, it was saggy, <laughs> like droopy, <laughs> like a droopy woman. Yeah, that's because I couldn't remember Fred West. What was May? No, it's not. Why am I saying May West again? What was his missus name? Fred Weston. I tell you what, I nearly said Hilda Ogden. <laughs> That's who I was, and I was thinking, wait, no, definitely not. She was from like Coronation Street or something. Was it Hilda? I don't know. Fred Weston. Some Bella. Ah, oh, I should know that. But I like true crime. Hmm. Not memorable enough. Didn't do enough. Should have tried harder. Should have done more. <laughs> they, yeah, but, you know, they was they buried un, it, under Obviously his patio, not. which is genius if you think about it. Yeah, repointing, I suppose, but didn't bag him up enough. 
They found them eventually. Yeah, they knew something was going on. It's insane that they would go to those levels, though. To think that they would... Obviously, they stood there and went, this patio looks really new. Like, yeah, looks... I, don't, I can't remember. Why would they dig it up unless a dog was going ape shit? No, nah, there was a reason, because there was a TV show a while ago called Appropriate Adult, which was all about it. Um, and there was a reason why... I think... I have a vague feeling that it was something to do with them noticing something about the patio. It was like they... Like... Uh, this is maybe not true, but if it's not, if it isn't true, then this should have been what happened. If you're making a dramatic reenactment, I think this would be better. Okay. That like the environment ag- agency came out and tested like the, the the soil or something near it, and there was like a real increase of sort of, like say like lime or something. I don't know whether I've just made that up, but I feel like it was something. It was something really innocuous, and they were like, "Hang on a minute," and they dug up the the concrete slabs and they were like oh shit there's loads of bodies under there that's insane isn't it <clears throat> but then I think serial killers are fascinating not I, th- I find the people that chase them that's that it is that chase it's the the psychology of trying to figure someone like that out you, I find fucking fascinating but you must be able to put yourself in that mindset <clears throat> as like do you think well you, well, you consider it I mean you're a detective trying to figure out what this guy's doing, where he's going to be next. How can I be one step ahead? The You've only got to think way you like can them. do that is start to think like them. Yeah. So therefore, wouldn't you, intentionally or not, not assimilate their traits and start acting, but you know, sort of like get so deep into it, it would sort of mess with you a little bit, and you, do, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a challenge. That's that's a battle. To, well, to yeah, because sure I suppose, <clears throat> yeah, you're kind of like you say you're having to try and think like them hmm. but then I guess you construct that based on their MO or their, this kind of yeah. thing that you've taken time to study yeah. but they, I reckon it'd be so interesting to be like a, a, a detective or a criminal investigator like when you're chasing like hardened criminals like it must be so like finding those the amount of stories that happen and you're just like like I remember one there's a podcast that I <clears throat> listen to going to see a live show of it actually called My Favourite Murder hmm. and each week I mean I've kind of fallen out of love before, yeah. yeah I've kind of fallen out of love with it a little bit because it's a bit kind of tedious it's very American and you know whatever but I mean they're doing very well so I'm sure they're fine <laughs> but <clears throat> and each week they kind of each there's two uh, women on it and they, they, they're they like this is my favourite murder this week and they tell the story and I remember one of them that I was fucking fascinated with and it was this guy who was a serial killer mm. and they kept he was murdering um, sex workers right right I don't like the phrase prostitute it feels a bit mean so they were sex workers and one of this investigators was like this is really weird but all of the eyelids have been like pr- like surgically removed but like precision like with a scalpel like like the most perfect cut terrifying really terrifying and one of the and what was even better not better about it i mean <laughs> like that sounds really weird but what was really interesting about it was the, the the psychology behind it was that he didn't want them to be able to shy away from themselves because they were sex workers. So by cutting their eyelids off, they would have always had to look at themselves 
I mean, they were dead, so that doesn't really work. But yeah. that psychology is like, that's mental. So what the detective was like, I'm going to look over the last... Te- it was in Texas, I think. I'm going to look in the last like year, or two years, ten years, five years, whatever the time scale was, and look at the students who majored in as an eye surgeon. Right. Because that's the only way you would have been able to learn that skill, and that's how they caught him. Oh, my God. Because they were like, well, <clears throat> he kind of he his name they had a list of names and mm. started kind of cross checking all these different people and there were loads of weird shit going on with him. Yeah, and that's how they caught him. That's unbelievable. So the thing, his like calling card, was the thing that caught him. And ultimately, don't you think he wanted to be caught? Definitely, I think they always do. Otherwise, why do they leave clues? Infamy. Yeah, of course. Well, Ricky Gervais says that, doesn't he? When he was asked the question, uh, uh, what, what's the advice you would give to someone who wants to be famous, he said, murder a bunch of sex workers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Murder, like, murder a bunch of people. Yeah. Then you'll get remembered. Yeah, Which is mental. For whatever reason, yeah. you're famous. Infamy, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Well, what the fuck were we talking that about? That escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I bought these shoes the other day. Um, they're like, you know, I had the other versions of them. Yeah. What are they? <clears throat> they're DCs, but they're like DC running shoes. Yeah, I was thinking that. They don't look like normal ones. No, but they're so comfortable. And you get to a certain stage in your life where comfort's important. Comfort becomes the only thing. Yeah, it's weird though, isn't it? Because it kind of happens overnight. Like, I think back to when I was a kid. <laughs> well, one day you don't care, you're sleeping on top of, like, boxes and it, stuff. Do you know, it's exactly what I was going to say. You have to have, like, a... But like the next day I'm going on an Airbnb trip <laughs> and having to take my own pillow with me. <laughs> because otherwise I'm worried I'm not going to be able to sleep. Like, when did that become a thing? Where is my orthopaedic shirt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honestly, have you ever tried... Like, once you find the optimum pillow, like, you... It's impossible to find another one. To the point where the last time I was looking, I was on the hunt for a pillow. I was in John Lewis, right? And they have... It was the, it was in Birmingham in the Bull Ring. Yeah. And they've got, like, a section of of pillows, right? right? A whole dedicated section of John <laughs> Lewis's pillows, right? And you go in, and they're all laid out. Right. So you've got... Oh, un- so you can test them. Well, well, this is the thing. This is the, this is the contentious point, because... It's kind of like, uh, as opposed to them being in the packets on shelves, underneath is the packets with, you know, on shelves with the packets of the pillows. But on top is like, here's what it looks like when it's not in a packet. Right. And I legitimately spent about five minutes (laughs) standing upright, (laughs) leaning over and putting my face (laughs) onto the pillows in the middle of John Lewis, right? Oh, and without I, I, well, of course I didn't think. But how many other people had done that? Well, I can't imagine anyone life. else is that fucking stupid to go around being like, "Oh, is this pillow okay?" But why and, else are they and, there? If but also thinking that that was going to give me an indication <laughs> of where, of the success of <laughs> the that's pillow. You sleep. Obviously, that's because not. You sleep <laughs> exactly. Move your head exactly. at an angle. But that that's what <laughs> they don't tell, they don't tell you that. I mean, I found I've in the last I don't know two weeks I found three grey hairs in my chest hair oh my god not even on my head 
no one tells you that at 29 your chest hair is going to start going grey can't predict that shit because no it's like things just start happening all of a sudden I have to start trimming my nose hair <laughs> like when did that become a thing you don't get you know not at school and they're like right here's some here's some uh, hard truths about getting old your hair will where you want hair it doesn't grow at an accelerated rate but where you don't want hair you're you're fucked it's, it's gonna take over the, your entire life yeah exactly it starts coming out of your ears I get these long white hairs up here on my shoulders okay and I reckon it's wings <laughs> but okay they're horrible they're, they're like really? if I had to describe them uh, they I'm, would, I'm they genuinely would be a bit nervous about a this. grandmother's moustache hair oh for fuck's sake a long sake. wispy sort of soft <laughs> wispy. white hair wispy the one solid and it's just come it's about an inch maybe an inch yeah, of a hair and it's, it's appeared right and Tony what just goes fuck? what's that I mean let's say my wife just spots it yeah. and she's like that's got to go and she pulls it out and I'm just like how how has this happened they come out my ears you see I've not had uh, 32 like, yeah that's young I sound that. like I'm fucking ancient yeah that's young for that to happen I don't sound 32 I don't think what I does a 32 year old sound like well I would assume they would have a deeper voice than what I have nah, at this point I think it's to do with language because it's there's this Diction. yeah you there's this thing where you buy into a certain age like if I look at it from the perspective of the years when I trained <laughs> I mean loosely trained as an actor mm. right if you're looking at a character age then it's to do with articulation it's to do with like how you I think because you're part our parlance which obviously has more to do with class than it does anything else but for some reason like I walk around and I see guys that are the same parlance so like the, 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 the words and the phrases that find their way into your everyday language oh, right, okay. right so the assimilation of words yeah yeah um, and, and yeah, yeah, you yeah, walk yeah. around and I see guys who I think you're legitimately at least my age, maybe slightly older, maybe slightly younger. Yeah. And you think, I don't look like you. You look much older than I do. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether it's... I don't know whether it's dress, like your dress sense. I don't know. Because I know we've had conversations in the past where you kind of think you do have to kind of start dressing differently the older you get, purely because I, I think... Not, you don't have to. No, but I if think... If you want to rock... If you want to rock, you know, Bermuda shorts and sandals and stuff when yeah. you're 90, walking down the high street or going to dinner. Yeah, but that's on. different, though, isn't it? Yeah, crack on. If you're, like, 17 doing that... Oh, I like... can get away with it. All right, well, let's say, let's say you're our age and you want to do it. You can. You absolutely can. You do whatever you want. Mm. But there is still a... I suppose it's a social stigma that how you dress reflects how you are as a person which is obviously bollocks like someone well, dressing rags and being an amazing person it doesn't mean anything no but I think but, it does represent it represents your personality perhaps perhaps not all the time <laughs> but I think because you dress ultimately we dress either one of two ways one is because we think we look good like that or because that's when we're at our most comfortable mm. so I would say that those two factors are important or are, are directly related to your personality. Yeah. Like, my default's always been band T-shirt jeans. But <laughs> that's fine when you're 17. But yeah. 29, you're expected to make more effort. Well, I suppose so. You yeah, you definitely... Like, why do I... Why would I have to start wearing shoes? 
Like shoes. I know. I wear shoes. I know you do. I love them. I, love I know them. you. Do. I know. No, I know you do. And I'm like, it's not a dig, but why is that a thing that's just like culturally? No, no, I, suppose, I suppose taste matures. I don't know. Is that cheesy? That's, that's, that's I don't know. But then, cool, then, yeah, then, but... then next stop is what? Like sweater vest from Marks and Spencers. Oh, leather elbow patches. I mean, I kind of like a leather elbow patch. I'm a teacher, so it kind of fits with my yeah, teaching stick. persona. But I just think that. I just think there's even for us two and other people I would imagine our age who kind of feel I feel like we're fairly don't give a shit ness really what people think yeah but you st- like why there there are those kind of social I know if I go if I went for an interview for a new teaching job people would be like hmm he's got earrings and a beard and he's wearing Doc Martens <laughs> he's got a he, beard he can't be a good teacher do you know what I mean <laughs> it's like well I'll because I'm not wearing a fucking no, obviously not sweater vest do you know what I mean walked in with the, the yeah. head of children yeah it, it, yeah, yeah it, it, do you know what I mean you wear Doc Martens absolutely <laughs> absolutely and it doesn't make any sense and I think that kind of age that transition is is hard, is weird hmm. but I feel like a lot of maybe not no not just men but a lot of men I think go through that I think men find it harder because we're generally slower at maturing than women yeah women find a a style and a fashion quicker generally mm. sort of not everyone not, not everyone no, saying, sure, but, sure. but generally speaking uh, I would say that they they could find a fashion a bit sooner than us that Helps them appear slightly older than they are, whereas a, you know they'll be going to the beach dressed for Friday night, let's say, mm. and we'd be going to the beach dressed like fucking idiots because mm. as you're slowly growing up and generally like a lot of man boys are still growing up at the age of twenty five thirty, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it takes longer to sort of go, oh, hang on a minute, I have a few responsibilities and maybe I should project some sort of image yeah, that is that, worth <clears throat> mirroring but then that also comes with children and sort of but I think that that's sort of I think that's crucial is that projection that projection like how to me that's just that's manifested itself in when you look at young people with social media mm. like that that projected version of yourself that hyper real version of yourself people just think oh well that that kind of only happens in in modern social media and in young people yeah but it's not because we kind of all do it everybody does yeah